everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, the Me Podcast, where uh, we talk about pretty much anything in life. Um, I'm your host, Ellen. And I am Mycia. And yeah, we are your host. And this week, we'll be talking about representation in more of like what we see in in romance, in media. Yeah, in media. Yeah, romance and media. Yeah. But before we dive into that, we'll just do a little quick check in um, with each other and with you guys as well, I suppose. Um, pits and peaks for the week, Ellen. Um, ooh, so we're off for um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, so <laughs> which is nice. So when you hear this, I'm going to be um, either shopping for <laughs> a board for uh, my sister's cat. Or I'm going to be slipping in, so. Yeah, and then my... Pit? Yes, my pit. <laughs> um, I've been feeling, like, really lonely, I guess. Um, something that I've been doing is trying to stay more in tune with, like, my emotions and what my body is, like, calling me. And, yeah, I just feel, like, empty right now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Do you know? Um, I think also I took a nap before this. So <laughs> my body's kind of like just going with the flows. Um, but also I feel like, you know, like those moments where you just meet somebody like random and you just like have an instant connection or like you just connect like really well. Mm-hmm. I think my body like craves that. And it's just really hard to do that when you're in like covid and yeah. then also um i'm in like a very like white area and to me like it just feels uncomfortable talking to like random people other than like people of color um and yeah i feel like i haven't met a lot of people that live here also <clears throat> and being new i feel like i'm back to like I just moved back to, like, my old city where I used to live um, before college, and it seems, like, all new, and it feels as if, like, I'm in a completely new city, Mm. and I've never, I I haven't made any friends yet, other than, like, through work, and that's kind of, like, I don't consider that as, like, (laughs) friend making, but at the same time, like, it is, I don't know, my my brain's, like, all over the place, but I think I just crave for, like, a random, like, conversation with somebody. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that the new year will allow you to be able to make more human, in, you know, connections. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and it doesn't feel the same through, like, Zoom or, like, video call, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, catching up with friends, like, via... Um, you know, via Zoom is nothing of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like even us, we haven't met each other in like quite a while. A month. Yeah. Since the last time we went hiking, which was like before <laughs> snowfall. That was in like October. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't see so... you for November. Yeah. Oh my god, so long ago. 
a couple of months. <laughs> Almost like it's gonna be half a year soon, I think. I yeah. Yeah. January is pretty much over, so. <laughs> but how about you? How are you? And like, what are your pits and peaks? Um, pits and peaks within the last week. Well, I took this week pretty easy. Um, and I just rested a lot just because I've been working like crazy for the past few weeks. Um, and especially with like the holidays and stuff like that. But I've been working on a lot of other stuff and a lot of other projects as well. So I've been like really, yeah, like honing it down, but I've just been taking it easy. I've just been resting. Um, yeah, but nothing much has happened, I suppose. But any, let's see, pits? I guess no pits either. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That in itself is like a peak. So. Ah. <laughs> but I've just been working really hard um, as of recent. But I just took this week easy because I was like, Ugh. you know, burnout happens a lot, especially when you're like working a lot. You know, so I've just been like resting when I need to, when I need to, making sure like my apartment gets cleaned like at least once a week for one day at least, so I can like reset. Um, yeah, but it's been good. It's been quiet. Um, yeah, nothing much. That's good. Mm-hmm. You have anything exciting coming up? Anything exciting? Not really. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. I mean, just because, like, you know, I haven't – I'm not doing much planning for the year just because I'm kind of expecting it to be, like, a recycle of 2020 and 2021. Um, so you heard it here. So. Did you see the meme that says 2022? It sounds like 20. 2020. Too, like <laughs> as well like 2020 as well like 2020 again you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think it's gonna oh i feel like you kind of said it but it kind of will be the same yeah i don't expect it to be any different just because i feel like a lot of people have been letting loose and that in general is kind of like or i, I shouldn't say kind of like it is impacting how like a lot of things are functioning uh so, yeah, like the other day, I wanted to go to the museum here in town, um, but I couldn't go because it's obviously not open because of the rising numbers of COVID. So, oh, they closed again. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. So, yeah, I wanted to go, but it's not even open. So, whatever. <laughs> that's so sad because yeah. museums are so like beautiful. I know. Yeah. yeah but what can you do? You know? Yeah. Be responsible, people. I know. That's why I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just wait. I'll just yeah. wait. It's okay. Hopefully hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully maybe like the summer time mm. when people can go outdoors instead of like hanging indoors. Um, so there will be like less transmission, I would assume. But don't quote me on that because a lot of people are irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah so let us know how you guys are doing hopefully everything's going well um hopefully everybody's staying safe i will continue to say that until the pandemic is pronounced over um so <laughs> or maybe even after just because i'm like it's still important to keep your health up after the pandemic is over so yeah hopefully you guys are doing well hopefully everybody's staying safe and good luck everyone yeah but aside from that i guess we can dive right in um again like ellen said earlier we are diving into what representation how representation impacts us and why it's important so ellen your first words um because we're talking about media right i would yeah let's stick to media (laughs) okay and we're talking more about like romance right yeah, why not? Okay. Can y'all tell that we're, like, kind of winging this? <laughs> we're hella winging this just yeah. because we're just taking the week slow. Yeah. And you may still know that our conversations would feel more authentic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, romance and media, I think it depends on what type of media we're looking at. Like, the demographic. Because... I feel like Western media portrays romance, like, very, like, perfect, I guess. Mm. Like, marriage is like this, or, like, being in a relationship is supposed to be, like, super happy, you know, all that stuff. Which is, like, true, it should be happy and good, but um, it to the point where like i feel there's no um like flaws um in that it's hard for me to like believe in coming from like a divorced household and parents who were like abusive um yeah like i just can't imagine that type of love like it's not tangible to me mm yeah um but i think like if media western media were to like break it down then like yeah that makes sense or make it feel as if like any type of relationship could be like this um yeah i think it would be much better i do love blake lively and ryan reynolds um their relationship (laughs) so during the holidays me and my sisters were talking about how in an interview um Ryan would, Ryan was asked, like, oh, Ryan said that he would totally use Blake Lively as a shield, (laughs) a human shield, (laughs) to, like, block, um, like, a shooter or whoever, an attacker, to protect their kids. And I think that's so, like, realistic, um, and they portray, like, something, like, romantic that is tangible to me and -hmm. that's like the type of relationship that I would want and maybe it's like how you view romance that every couple is like maybe Hollywood couples like is tangible to some other folks but to me it's like not but in like just bits and pieces like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively um it feels more genuine and authentic to me so yeah and then, um, I think, like, we're all main characters in a drama. 
<laughs> main character energy is needed. Yeah. And so um, I really like watching K dramas and I hate watching Thai dramas <laughs> um, and Turkish dramas because I do watch them. Some of them are okay, but some of them are kind of like over the top. Um, yeah, they give off like Telenueva vibes um, sometimes and that's just like too much for me. <laughs> but um, I think like K dramas. I've always been into, but recently, like, a lot of them are, like, really good. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dinner Meat. I really like that one. (laughs) Really good one. Yeah. Because I I also agree with you how, like, you know, as, especially if you follow a set of um, media, especially, like, you know, if you watch a lot of, like, K-dramas or Thai dramas or, you know, like, other con- from, like, other countries, you kind of mm-hmm. get a feel of how their how they view, like, relationships or how, like, their ideal. Yeah, their ideal looks like, um, mm-hmm. which can be good or bad. But, you know, as a viewer, you kind of just... <laughs> Thai ones, though, like, oh... I cannot. Don't even get me started, but continue. <laughs> no, elaborate. Elaborate. Why? Um, I feel like there's just so much, like, misogynistic traits mm-hmm. <laughs> against women and um, so much, like, self-sabotage and gun violence and, yeah, like, I don't, to me, that's not the type of relationship that I want to <laughs> be in, you know, but. To, to some other people, that's, like, a true Still, reality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's something that they want, you know, and it's, like, I I can't, I can't be crying every day. I can't be, like, being manipulated and, like, tripped <laughs> every day. Like, crying in my bathroom. Yeah, I just can't. But there is a drama that I really like that's Thai, and the main girl is, like, fucking boss and great. Other than that, like, all of the dramas that I've seen is, like, really... Toxic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even the good ones are to- toxic, you know? Like, even some of the Thai dramas that are really good, really popular, it's still, like... Like, they example a lot of, like, toxic traits in Thai dramas. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Ellen said earlier, to name a few, is, like gun violence or even just like yeah like they they still they still instill like the patriarchy in mm-hmm. you know these uh these dramas and it's like you <laughs> yeah not only that but like i think a lot of like homophobic like traits are also in there and mm. i cannot don't don't put me there. Which I like, yeah, I agree. I think you bring up a really great point there because you'd like, like you'd think that they're more accepting just because they have a lot of like characters who are from and are part of that community of the LGBT Mm -hmm. community. However, they also like these characters are always like made fun of in the dramas or like like, they're the comedic relief. Yeah. Yeah. And they're never, or 
they're not always seen as like desirable in a way. Um, recently, though, like to their defense, recently they have been, you know, having a lot of dramas that are coming out with um, same sex characters or same sex uh, main characters, um, which is like very interesting. Or like transgender. Yeah. Folks. Yeah. Which is very like that in itself is like representation for that community um, to, sh- to basically show that they're becoming more accepting in a way that is normalized and not as like comedic relief in the dramas. However, I do want to state that a lot of the times when these characters show up in heteronormative dramas, they're still not playing characters that are deemed as desirable in the dramas. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) However, and and it's like, yes, they may have, you know, dramas that are separate from, you know, heteronormative couples, but they're never seen as together, which I think is like, um, in a way, still speaking to that like homophobic narrative yeah Oof. sorry guys sorry y'all <laughs> Thai drama I'm not don't put me there yeah it's great example to know what not to want for us yeah what not <laughs> to want yeah for sure uh, nothing against it just say representation matters and like it could be like good or bad representation, you know. Yeah, I do want to say like something that we talk about a lot at work is romanticizing those type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I I get that like this is some things that people want in their life, and like they've grown to be like that's what love is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I hope, like, folks who do watch those type of dramas that does have a lot of toxic and, like, um, fearful, like, fearing for your life traits, um, like, I hope you can, like, reanalyze and rethink, like, why do I romanticize these type of stuff? Because that's not, like, you shouldn't be in those type of relationships, you know? Like, you should be in good love, so. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. That's not it. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the one. <laughs> if you think that's the one, let me just tell you, it's not. They're not. Move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But how about you? Like, what have you seen? Like any dramas that are like? Because we talked about like Korean dramas slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So like. I've watched, I went back to like watch some of like the older ones that I like grew up and I was like, oh, these are like uh, classics or iconics from, you know, back then. I rewatched them and yo, so many red flags. (laughs) So (laughs) many red flags. Yeah. Red flag all over. Oh my God. So many red flags. Um, But you know, the storytelling is so great. They make it. Like, they do such a good job to make something so that people should not be desiring to be desirable. And that's what's, like, really scary uh, in, like, 
or how amazing these storytellers are just because like they can do that in a way it's like manipulating viewers to be like oh like this is this is the ideal yeah <laughs> is that chill oh my god yeah but i went back and i watched that one i'm just like oh my god like <laughs> i mean to call myself out younger me was like yeah that's cute but now i'm just like you mm-hmm. hold on wait a minute yeah. but no that's not it um it's a great watch it's funny but that's not that's not it um funny great ost but too much toxicity. oh yeah i went back to rewatch it because one of the osts from full house was actually trending on yeah um, instagram and so i was like oh my god like so nostalgic you know to like go back and like yeah hear that song again so that's why I watched it again. But I was like, ew, like, no. Like, none of this is attractive at all. <laughs> like, no. Um, but some of the more recent ones, like, definitely over the years, they've kind of, like, shifted how they present uh, relationships in dramas, which I think is, like, in a healthier way, which I, like, really appreciate watching, um, especially, like, in... Just to name a few right off the bat, uh, like Love Struck in the City, um, Happiness, and the most recent one is like Our Beloved Summer. Like it's really, really great. It shows like a lot of character development and it talks more like or it gives like background history of like why these characters are the way that they are and like the way that they interact with each other and also how they work through problems together, um, whether or not it's like by themselves or with friends or with family or with like their significant others which i really appreciate watching granted they still have like happy endings uh well i don't know about our beloved summer yet because it's not done but you know sometimes they can have really great relationships and still not end up together and i think that might be like a more future thing to look at um but yeah, like I, that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed watching Happiness was because <laughs> I watched an interview of the cast and they're like, yeah, we didn't think it was like a romantic series. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so either. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we didn't, the whole time when we were filming, we didn't even think it was a romantic series until when we watched it, when it was airing, it was like, oh, wait, yeah, they said that in an interview and I was like, oh my God, I understand though, because it's so subtle. It's very, very subtle, and, like, their characters are very, very securely attached, like, individuals that uh, are going through basically, like, a virus, semi-zombie apocalyptic time. Um, And so, granted, not every single couple is going to go into a relationship with secure attachments. Uh, They're very rare. Um, Not that it doesn't happen often but it's great to see and watch like their their characters like grow and like very very slowly like unfold uh, as a you know movie or the drama progresses but yeah it was like so subtle that even the characters themselves didn't realize it was a romantic drama um until like the very end but i think that's i think that speaks a lot to how like 
good relationships are. Where if you are secure enough that it may feel boring sometimes, but because you've worked through a lot of things together, it doesn't feel as, like, it doesn't give you highs and lows or dramatic highs and lows, you know? Yeah. But damn. 10 out of 10 recommend if I have not said that before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I remember when I first started seeing the stuff pop up or happiness pop up, Mm -hmm. I was thinking more of, like, the action part uh, that I didn't even know that there was a romance (laughs) until my Thea told me. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. You have to, like, really watch it to, like, to even see or like connect the romantic mm. parts to it too because a lot of the times yeah it is just like action and stuff like that um yeah and i think like what is it vincenzo mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying we're kind of like comparing the two together um mm-hmm. or the characters itself i didn't watch that one but or i didn't oh, I like did. pay attention to it <laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah i did and i watched the drama and um yeah, I would say the same. It focused more on, like, the storyline rather than the romance. It was even hard for me to connect with the romance because even at moments, I was kind of like, huh? Like, why did this scene happen? Um, Or, like, why is she attracted to him? Or how is he attracted to her? Um, And I think it's very subtle in, like, their body language or how they kind of, like, I wouldn't say depend on one another, but, like, how they are there for one another. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why it's, like, if you don't really, if you don't watch it, it's, like, you really miss out on it, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why I'm, like, yeah. Whereas, like, some other dramas where you watch it and it's just, like, super aggressive type of, like, relationships or just, like, highs and lows, it makes for great cuts, but they're not, like, they're not like um how do i say this like you don't have to really pay attention to understand what's really going on in the relationship like you can just Mm -hmm. watch it and be like oh like this is a low in their relationship this is a high in their relationship but if you compare it to like other dramas that have um are more leaning towards secure relationships or healthy relationships it almost feels like non-existent Mm. and perhaps that's how it is we wouldn't know i mean i wouldn't know but i wouldn't know (laughs) but you know every time we come across something like that it's like oh shit the bare minimum has been risen again (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's how it should be too you know because we deserve the best the best of the best I mean, granted, it's still, like, a learning process. But, <laughs> yeah. Because, um, like, over the years, we start to see new things being introduced in different dramas as well. And I'm, like, sometimes I feel like Thai dramas, some of them do have healthy relationships. Um, however, they don't feel as high, I don't know, high level or it always feels like these characters in like healthier relationships are like 
more youthful or younger than like the more abstract. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, so, like, from my observation, a lot of it is like high schoolers who have like that young love or like that young love that's good love you know <laughs> but when it comes to like older adults it seems as if like there's there's more problems <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it harder for like the people to connect which is like i get but at the same time sometimes we're just life isn't like that life is easy <laughs> for some of us yeah <laughs> or sometimes it doesn't like quite some of these characters, like, some of their, like, situations or scenarios are hard to connect with. Um, Such as, like, I mean, some people always give, like, (laughs) the Korean damsel in distress so much shit because they'd be like, how is this girl poor and how is she wearing Gucci t-shirts? Or (laughs) And with the latest phone. (laughs) Which I'm like, you know, you, yeah, that's true. If I'm broke, I probably wouldn't be able to afford all this shit either, but uh, you know, but for example, like Thai Thai dramas, it's like a lot of the times it's either the girl's like super poor, and the dude is like a fucking or CEO at like twenty five <laughs> or some shit, and I'm just like unrelatable. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, find me. Where's my sugar daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, no. Yeah, I get it, because, like, I get that, yeah, like, growing older, you have, I wouldn't say problems, but, like, you have more responsibility, or mm. you prioritize different things, you know, mm-hmm. and then when you're younger, something, I don't know if I say you said this on record or not, um, <laughs> like, in high school dramas, it's kind of just, like, they're at school all the time yeah and so that's like all that they really focus on is like school and romance whereas like romance it i mean when you're older there's more like contribution mm-hmm. to one's life um that makes it a little bit more complex but yeah i don't i don't have me at heart yeah <laughs> like i just working i come home and that's all i do and mm-hmm. i watch drama yeah, like our like my life is basically those high school dramas. Same thing every day. <laughs> Same thing every day. I wake up, eat, work, drink coffee, go back to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, no environmental change, um, which is which is fine. It's just like when you put that in a drama, it's just boring to to watch. You know, well, sometimes it's boring to live out. So, it's the same thing every day. You know, I'm okay with it. Maybe, maybe we need like some like drama in our life. You know, no, bro, that's like high <laughs> stimulant. That's too high of stimulants. I cannot handle that. Ellen, every time we get together, we need that's like two weeks to recover. Like, <laughs> no, we cannot. I cannot. I don't know how yeah. people are meeting up with other people all the time. I'm like, you know, I respect your level of energy. Yeah. Don't think, okay, so whenever me and my said we see each other, we go like two weeks without 
talking to one another. We just fall off the face of the earth for like two weeks. And then someone would like randomly message. You'd be like, haha, I thought of you after you see this reel or something. Yeah. But you know, that's okay. That's just secure attachments in our friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like what you said, maybe like healthy love and like secure love is like nothing. (laughs) It feels like nothing. Yeah. Not overstimulating. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like overstimulating, it might be the red flag. <laughs> How much is overstimulating for you? At this point, anything is overstimulating. <laughs> Dude, okay. Uh, let me paint you a better picture of what overstimulating for me would be like. Mm. And I'm going to return the question as well to you. Um, okay. But to me, overstimulating is a Saturday with two hours of errands, which includes laundry and groceries. I need like five days to recover, but I also have to do groceries every weekend. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> I felt that. Yeah, yeah, for me. Well, let me just say that is a lot of work. <laughs> you have to also drive, you have to like think about what you're going to buy, uh, physical energy, mental capacity. <laughs> like, that's a lot of work. And then let's say you have, like, you don't have, what is it, a laundry machine in your, your like, complex or whatever unit oh my God. that you live in. Quick tangent. I just okay. found out <laughs> that we do. So I've been doing laundry in my unit. End tangent. But then you don't got quarters. You got to go to the bank. Or, like, you have to go to, like, somewhere that you can, like, exchange quarters. Oh, That's a lot of work. Yeah. And you're driving again. Mm-hmm. What if there's, like, a driver that's, like, reckless, you know? I think about that all the time. That's why I don't yeah. go out, like, like especially during the winter times now. When it's, like, dark, as soon as I clock out, I'm just, like, like, it'll be, like, 2 o'clock, and, like, you know, the sun's still out, and it's great. And I'm, like, you know, I'm going to go do this and this and this after work. As soon as I click, uh, as soon as I'm, like, done with work for the day, I'm, like, just kidding. It's already dark. I don't even want yeah. to leave my apartment. Yeah, but end tangent. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, But for me, okay, sometimes even messaging people is a lot of work for me. <laughs> Sometimes I question whether or not we're just low effort. (laughs) I think we are. (laughs) And, you know, I'm proud to say low effort. Because, you know, why work harder? Like, (laughs) that's just me. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes, like, just writing to people is a lot of work for me. Um, So it takes me, like, a couple of hours to get back to you. (laughs) Like, when I feel like I have energy, then I'm like, okay, I'll message this person back. But sometimes I just forget, and that's also, like, a lot of energy already. Valid. <laughs> my mind is occupied with other things. Um, but I think, like, romantic-wise, when it comes to, like, secure, I don't know if I would do that. Wait, say that again? Like, 
when it comes to a romantic secure relationships i don't know if i would do that like the thing that messaging them is like overstimulating Mm-mm. yeah just because well one i don't know how that feels like <laughs> and so i can only imagine like what my brain is thinking and like what my body would do and i feel like I'm the type who would message them right back just so I know that they know my response or just so I know that like I did respond to them without having them to worry about me. Mm. So I don't know what would be like overstimulating. Beats me. We'll never know. (laughs) Let me know when you figure that out. I feel like I'll never maybe like cooking that for them because <laughs> that's a lot of work. I never want to cook. I love that. But why do you think I always like whenever I'm over at your place, I always get something that's like easy to eat, that's <laughs> microwavable. And <laughs> I just so have yeah yeah I was going to say like especially when like I don't have a microwave yeah. <laughs> and we have to actually like cook shit. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I also want to share, I like dramas that, like, mentally, they're check mentally and emotionally, they're checking in with one another. Oof. And, yeah, I think that's so, like, sweet, because, like, you don't really, I, okay, so when I think of the phrase, like, how are you doing, you know how it's so easy for, like, you to just say, oh, I'm good, you know, but, like, to see a couple actually, like, sit down and ask, like, how are you really doing? Or like, what was hard about today? Like, I think that's so good because you're kind of like on the same page or like wavelength to support one another. Ellen, you need to watch Happiness <laughs> <laughs> and Our Beloved Summer. Okay, I'm on episode, I'm halfway through episode one on Our Beloved Summer. Beloved Summer. Good job. It gets better. Yeah, I'm on the part where she, oh no, spoilers, um, I'm on the part where she, like, got yelled at by, or I wouldn't say she got yelled at, but, like, that fucking dude was rude as fuck to her during her presentation, and she was like, bruh, just sit down, like, yeah. just watch. Yeah, I'm, like, right to that part. Yeah, it gets better. Like, it gets yeah. really good. <laughs> I really want to see the relationship and like how it unfolds oh my god it's just the way that the drama um edit it's like <laughs> i gotta wait this long to like <laughs> learn but it makes sense it's yeah. like a back and forth yeah it's a very <laughs> slow drama but it gets it's like it gets really good it's not yeah. overstimulating at all and mm. yeah it's not overstimulating and maybe that's why like um some people are not not, watching it yeah yeah it's not eye-catching yeah Ooh, but i did see on someone's like instagram that it's number two in korea on netflix as it should (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i did want to oh go ahead go ahead (laughs) no oh i did want to ask um like through the dramas and like all the shows that you're watching or have seen what are some of your bare minimums I know we talked about this before. But... A little bit. Uh, but definitely, like, <laughs> the bare minimum keeps rising. And I need to, like, yeah. start taking or keeping track. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll like I'll see a video and I'm like, dear God, Ellen, the bare minimum mm-hmm. has risen yet again. And then two days later, I'll send her another one. Like it's risen yet again, again. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez, um, I think it's really important that like there's like mutual respect and um, kindness because as like foundation just because if you don't have that I feel like it's really easy to slip into a place where you hold a lot of like grudge and resentment Um, not that those things can't happen at the same time or exist together I think it's just easier for you to be able to like slip into you know resentment and um having a lot of emotions of feeling insecure and unloved um yeah but gosh just like checking in with each other and like properly communicating um which is like even those things in itself is like very different for everybody you know um which is why we have to do a lot of the work ourselves or like me talking to myself um (laughs) speaking for myself and to myself yeah where it's like important to like realize or bring up stuff that can potentially be that can snowball into bigger problems you know Mm -hmm. um yeah but other bare minimums gosh I just can't think of it all the off the top of my head, but yeah, so many, <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah, what about you? Um, I don't know. There's so many too. I think for me, bare minimum is. Oh, where do I even start? My mind's like blinking now. Hmm. <laughs> I think like what you said, like respect and communication, because I feel like as long as we're working together or we're both working to communicate individually, then that's already like good Um, because I want to grow together, you know, and I think someone that's willingness to grow together and share that like aspect of themselves, I think that's like great. Um. Of course, they got to check in with me. <laughs> like, duh. I, yeah. Because <laughs> I, and I don't want to, like, always talk about work because I feel like those are very um, easy conversations to have. Like, I think work is very um, intersectional to, like, your daily life. But I think there's more to just, like, your life than work. Um, and so I would want, to me, bare minimum is talking more than just, like, what's happening at work and how it's stressing you out and like what are some things that you want to work on outside of like your job you know um because I'm starting to notice that about myself it's like I all I really talk about is work because that's all my life (laughs) and like I want to start working towards conversations that are outside of my job and um I think that's just a reminder that there's so much more to life than just like your little bubble and so I think like for a partner to also notice that um I think that's like 
really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, like, just something I just thought of is like being like, uh, like them paying attention, like being attentive, just to like, I guess everything in general, like in the relationship. I'm talking specifically just because I'm like, you know, it wouldn't, it would actually like not be helpful if somebody, if like their partner, uh, or like say for example, if, <laughs> sorry, let me clean this up a little bit. I saw <laughs> okay. a video, I saw a video on Reels um, where they're like, I don't want to tell you to get me flowers. I want you to want to get me flowers. And I'm like, oh, okay. and I'm like, I think that's a little bit backwards because I'm like, if you want flowers and you want the other person to just give you flowers, why can't you just tell them to get you flowers and be happy when they get you flowers? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but I think it also comes to the fact that like them being attentive to the fact that their partner enjoys getting flowers. Um and I think that might be like a bigger conversation, right? Instead of them just yeah. blowing up at each other, it'd be like, I don't understand why you want flowers. And the other person's like, I just want you to want to give me flowers. <laughs> but it's like, if they just have a conversation where it's like, oh, like I really enjoy receiving flowers from you as like in a way that's not like attacking the other person, uh, then that would in a way also like incentivize the other person to give them flowers as if especially if they value this relationship right Mm. yeah that's how i see it do you think like your partner so bare minimum like reading body language as well yeah and also like fully communicating that you know Mm. yeah what if you're like okay because i'm kind of just like confused Uh (laughs) on like so let's say you said to your partner oh i really like these type of flowers they just said that or you just said that and then your partner and let's say like you want to receive those types of flowers and your partner mm, let's say you didn't communicate that you wanted to receive it let's say you just um said that you really like okay i really like tulips so (laughs) let's say like you said to your partner i like tulips um or like they're my favorite flower um and your partner like never got you flowers that's something or like yeah they never got you flowers you liking tulips you would want to receive i get okay or something yeah i get what you're saying it just feels it just comes off as like passive aggressive Uh, in that moment or like oh go ahead yeah which i'm like i don't think that's like fully communicating yeah Especially if it's like, oh, like I've mentioned that I like tulips. I feel that you didn't pick up on the cue that I wanted to receive tulips. But this is the conversation to say I would like I would like to receive tulips from you. I think that's like a more assertive way to approach this situation versus yeah. like especially like going back to what I said earlier, which Especially in that case where you, or if I just said, like, I like tulips, or tulips are my favorite flowers, and they just never got me mm. flowers, because it was just more like a statement, not a request. Yeah. 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 Or, like, 
it, it doesn't it even come off as like an expectation. Yeah, or... kind of like an act of service. Yeah. Yeah. But if I really want the flower specifically from my significant other, then I think it'll have to come from me, especially if the cue was not received on their end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Because I think I was just confusing it on, like, passive aggressiveness to um, the acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you actually communicating, like, hey, this is what I want from you. Mm-hmm. And I think, like... Maybe like a lot of the media too has not exampled that, and we have seen a lot of th- a lot of the times where they're like, "Oh, I like this," and um, you know, it just keeps building and building as like resentment because like the other person just never caught on. Um, but if they do catch on, like brownie points, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If they do catch on, it's brownie points. If they don't catch on, then you need to bring the the brownie points to the table and be like, hey, I like the flowers from you. I would like to receive flowers. (laughs) Yeah. Now you know my Thea's future uh, boo. Now you know. I don't like flowers. (laughs) Oh, never mind. (laughs) No, that was just an example. But, like, I don't care too much for, like, But now you know. Flowers. (laughs) Like, I enjoy them. I appreciate them. But. Mm. Yeah. What is something that you would want to receive? Uh, what would it? What is something that I would like? Whoa, that's actually a really good question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't know really. I guess more like an act of service. Please take my car in for maintenance. <laughs> Something a little bit more practical. Um, <laughs> I've had a friend who said that to me too. She's like, or they're like, I got you this because oh. I, I understand that you like things that have more practicality to them. And I'm like, mm. oh, like that in itself is like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. That was when I first moved into an apartment after I graduated college and they got me dish towels. I was like, mm. oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah. So give me anything practical. <laughs> yeah. Future boot, you know, <laughs> not flowers, but something practical. I mean, I guess practicality is different for everybody. Some people may mm-hmm. think flowers is practical too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, for decoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll get her gas. <laughs> yes, please. Fill up that gas tank. Yes, please. <laughs> Ooh, brownie <laughs> points for sure. You know, gas is expensive now, too. Oh, Lord. That oil change? Perfect. Oh. <laughs> you just got to do it four times a year. I mean, depending on how, what type of oil you get changed, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Depot her plants. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. I can give you some Ellen, ideas. Ellen. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> You know, I was kind of sad because one of my plants is dying and I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's because of winter or if it's like the soil, but jeez. Oh, yeah. Didn't you just change it too? I did. Be- like, as I brought them in, but these past few days, I've been watering them too. They're not like overwatered or underwatered. They're just dying and I don't know why. Aww. You think it's the air? It might be. Yeah. They're not getting enough, like, like recycled air yeah 
But geez, yeah, definitely acts of service for sure. <laughs> Any other bare minimums? Um, what would you like your boo to do for you? My boo. Um. Okay, I think everyone. Well, okay. <laughs> Let me restart. <laughs> So everyone has like the five love languages, right? Mm-hmm. In them, it just shows up dif- differently, or like one is stronger than other, right? Um, I would love for them to like grab me lunch, like randomly, and like just come to like lunch with me, or come to like my workplace and eat lunch with me, and then spend like some time together. That's cute. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that's like nothing big. Um. It could be big. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's always all the small little things. Yeah. You know? I, those are like the bare minimum, you know, that a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people like overlook. Yeah. Um, it's like, cook dinner, please. Um, oh, wash the dishes. Yeah, wash. <laughs> the dishes are always... <laughs> That's how I know my depression is like kicking in. It's like when I have a <laughs> like ugh, when the dishes keep piling and they just never stop. But gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's all the little things for sure. I said, do you have a dishwasher? <clears throat> I don't remember if you do or not. No, not in this one. Um now you know boo. <laughs> Get the dishwasher. <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, just grabbing lunch would be really nice and, like, coming to my workplace. Or, like, so something that I do a lot for work is, like, tabling um, or, like, having to grab stuff from my office. I think that would be really nice for you to do. So you better get familiarized with my office. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But that would be really nice. Like, even if they have to call me and ask me, like, oh, where is it? Like, I'm totally fine calling or, like, answering and sharing where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the little things. Like, ooh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, like, calling, like, Excel or, like, <laughs> maintenance or whatever. That would be great, too. <laughs> Ellen, what if they also have social anxiety? Oh, my gosh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> That's okay. I can do it myself. <laughs> Y'all can like rock, paper, scissor it out. <laughs> when worst comes to yeah. worst, they have to be down to rock, paper, scissor shit out and be like, okay, I don't want to call Spectrum. You don't want to call Spectrum <laughs> on shoot. <laughs> Loser calls. <laughs> I think that's super fun, though. Like, I think if anyone, if my partner is down to do that, like, that'd be so fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in itself is, like, communication, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, we're having fun at the same time while doing it. (laughs) I don't know if it's fun. But, like, we'll see. (laughs) To me, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, The idea right now is pretty funny. In the Mm -hmm. moment, I'm like, oh, shit. Somebody's going to have to take care of this. I'm like, I really don't <laughs> want to do it. They're also like, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. If that's your method of problem solving, roll with it. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, any other <laughs> last comments, Ellen? Um, there's a lot of bare minimum that we can't think of. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> we were all over the place, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was actually yeah just gonna round it back out. There's like I think representation in media is so important just because mm. a lot of the times we don't grow up with um. Or I shouldn't say a lot of the times, but who knows what type of, you know, environment you grow up in and mm-hmm. uh, representation in media gets to showcase a lot of, I guess, alternate universes of relationships, um, which you may not see firsthand in your families. Um, I mean, you know, we don't. We may not witness, or like my parents may not be from like mafia clans as Tyler Horns always like showcase, but I suppose it's out there somewhere. Um, not my experience. However, you know, rom- uh, healthy relationships are also not very prevalent in my childhood experience either. So I think it's great to see that a lot of the storytelling nowadays are leaning towards that way in many different areas, such as like how we said earlier, showcasing that, you know, same-sex main characters is important to show in media. Um, Also like interracial as well, Uh, something that we haven't really talked about, but I think that's becoming like, quite prevalent um, or normalized or accepted Um, if anybody's watched Emily in Paris where our main girl or not the main girl but our our girl Mindy I think that was her Mm -hmm. name yeah yeah Mindy and her uh, busking boy who's like not Asian but I think that's you know also speaks to like interracial couples in in itself Uh, yeah, granted that is from like a very Western lens, but it's there. It's out there and it's like, you know, to showcase that it's okay. But I think there's like many, many things that um, are being more normalized through media um, for us and for the newer generations to see, witness. Granted, media, depending on how you look at it, I think it's like a little bit behind itself. Um yeah, representation is a little bit behind reality. However, I do appreciate that there are a lot of things that are showcased to us nowadays or that we have access to. Yeah. Anything else, Ellen? I just thought of something. Go ahead. Um, I know you wanted to share about the Simu's movie. Oh, yeah. Like, even that, too, yeah. where it's like, marvel having you know um an asian main character which they don't necessarily talk about like romance as in some of the other you know marvel characters and marvel lineups uh, but it's more like a family relationship uh and more like friendship oriented where simu and or not simu but you know, Shang and character. Yeah, Katie, they're friends and like his relationship with his sister and his dad and his mom and how, you know, those things unravel itself throughout the movie, which I think is like really great. Um, however, 
I do want to say that Asian romantic relationships in Western media is really important um, to see. Although they may not be ready to do a movie about that yet just because they're so behind um, on like our community and they may be doing, they may do a poor job at, you know, showcasing that. So maybe it's a good thing that they haven't done it, but (laughs) we do need, you know, other Asian directors to be up in those positions to showcase better storytelling, more accuracy of our uh, communities as well. So yeah, because, you know, Gran Torino is not it. Ew. Oh my god, don't even get me started. <laughs> Do you think Crazy Rich... Okay, sorry, I just have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Crazy Rich Asians was a good representation? To some extent, just because mm-hmm. not everybody's rich, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. But I th- I think, like... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, but I do think that, like, show them showcasing, like, Asian... Uh, love storylines in more like a western media is good and it also showcases like the realism of like what it's like to be a possible future daughter-in-law to a you know to your asian household yeah to an asian household oh that could be another another topic (laughs) um but yeah i think it's i think it's good just can't relate to the rich yeah no that makes sense um but yeah that's all that we have for this week we hope that you enjoyed today's episode um we would love to hear from you and hear how media has shown up in your life and especially in your romantic relationships um you can reach us at our email website or dm us in our socials um yeah all of our supported hotlines are down below um suicidal um domestic violence planned parenthood etc um yeah if you need help please um check those links out um or if you would like to know more about those lines please check them out um yeah we will see you all next week Bye. bye